This program is part of the Infinite Potato Alliance. Visit us at infinitepotato.com. I'm Jared Stern. I'm also Jared Stern. And you're Between Two Sterns. Here we a giggity go. Just getting good old Jared Stern here. By the way, uh, I now need to clarify that I'm getting Jared Stern, the comedian, not our other good friend, Jared Stern, the writer and director who uh, was kind enough to grace us with his presence last week. We're all good buddies now. We all hang out. We now have a guest who would like to enter the chat room, a man who needs no introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome my good friend, uh, co-host, Mr. Jared Stern. There he is. There he is. Good evening. Good evening. First of all, a very big congratulations to you on episode 21. Yeah, congratulations to you on episode 21. We are now legal to drink, episode Wait, 21. There you is go. it 21? No, it's 22. Now that I'm it's 22. It. No, the last one was 21. This, this is 22. what happens with COVID. You feel like you lose a year. We're on episode yeah. 22. We're on episode 22. Congrats. Well, you know what? It, it, it's less about episode 22. Yeah. And more about episode 20. You. Yes, 20. <laughs> No, that's not where I was going, no. but God bless you for thinking that. Please, what I was going to say is we've, we, we, we weren't thinking about doing this in a, in like season form. We were no. just going to let the, the tumbleweed roll down the hill, but it's, this has evolved and turned into something where there, there seemed like a natural ending point. A, a for, little bit of a pivot and a twist. And, and here's the thing. Yeah. That's what this is all been about, is like kind yeah. of finding these things as we go along. If you happen to be new to the podcast here on episode 22, um, and you would like to read the final chapter of the book before you go back to the beginning, <laughs> check out episode 21, where we welcome the one and only the famous writer, Jared Stern, onto the podcast. Writer, director. Writer, director, Jared Stern. I went back, and I know you you did the same. I did. We went back, and we went, went back and listened to old episodes i think that the goal was to listen back all the way through there are 21 episodes is a lot (laughs) there are a lot of episodes 21 is a large number 21 is a number of episodes it is um how how far did you end up getting i got to episode eight okay i got to episode five i started episode five but i think we both realized something first of all i don't know what the hell happened on that first episode Oh, it sounds like garbage. It sounds like both of us are sucking helium before we're talking. I feel like, am I crazy? You're not crazy. It sounds like we're sped up. It sounds, yes, it it does sound like. Sounds like we're just a little bit of plural. Yes. And so thank you if you stuck through that entire episode. It's a, it it was a pilot episode. Nothing ever is like the pilot episode. Thank goodness we were able to rebound after that episode. I think. We, we, we had the benefit of, and I think we described this on the episode itself, I think the sheer novelty of the two of us being in the same Zoom space, yeah, side by side at the same time, the novelty of that for the people who you built me up to over the years mm-hmm. was enough to kind of goose listenership. And and I you 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 haven't said anything, so I don't know if you've noticed. I'm recording from a completely different room. I did notice that you are recording from, I believe, and you know, context clues are key here. The kitchen, if I'm spotting a refrigerator correctly. You are spotting a refrigerator. <laughs> I am in the kitchen. You must be amazing at clue. <laughs> now, what are you drinking tonight? It's been a while. Since I am enjoying uh, some constri- some Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey okay. from. Wilderness Trail, but it's a it's 118 proof Ooh. and it's fantastic. Well, I will admit that I am not I did not do a heavy pour, but I did it as as you know because you follow me on Facebook and if you do follow me on Facebook, I am on a 6-week boot camp style challenge type of thing. And so one of the requirements is I have to check in every day I go to the camp and 
the, the whole premise is you put down a $500 deposit. They tell you what to eat, when to work out, do everything. They guarantee you'll lose 5% body fat. And if you hit or exceed the goal, they give you the 500 bucks back. And so it seems like, it seems like you're well on your way. I saw the post. You, I, you look pretty goddamn great. I mean, I, you just check out now. Right That's a classic Jared Stern move right there. It's just to <laughs> quit when you're 10, 20% into it. Um, I've seen the results. This is great. We can just go. one weaker. That's all you need. I've, I've been I'm fitting this. into the suit at this point, I think. <laughs> I've been doing it seven days. Um, I'm down five pounds. I'm down one inch on my waist. That's fantastic. And uh, yeah, so part of the program is I'm not supposed to drink, but it's not the big note that they make. Like they did like this 45 minute presentation about what you can and cannot eat. Alcohol was just like a footnote. It was like, oh, and by the way, you can't drink because alcohol is a toxin and we're removing toxins from your body. I was like, okay. But also we make bad decisions when we drink. And so I think the stronger motivation for not drinking something like straight gin, gin with sparkling water, which is what I'm drinking, is uh-huh. like, you don't want to drink and then be like, all right, I'll have a couple of French fries. All right, I'll just have a cheeseburger, that type of thing. I don't think you're going to be drinking quite enough to alter your behavior. Yeah, so the, the, the program's going great. I'm one week into it. We're going to take a little bit of a break after this. So I figured we'd probably maybe take a week break, maybe two at the most, before we come yeah, back. Yeah, I, I don't I, want to lose I, the I, momentum. Right. Yes. The momentum. Yeah. I think one or two weeks would be fine. I think the the big question is what are we doing next? Exactly. What's, what's next? What's, what's coming for season two? I know there's one thing that I'm looking forward to and that is getting the the dual reading from NASTA. That's going to be making a trip down to Newport beach, either this weekend or next weekend. It's in the schedule. Um, And we will find NASTA I would love to open up season two with a Nasta reading. That would be that would be fantastic. That would be my ideal goal. Those who have not listened to the entire podcast, Nasta is the psychic that predicted a number of things that were going to happen to me this year. Not the least of which was that I was going to meet my mirror self, Jared Stern, uh, and also start producing a hundred YouTube videos. And at the rate I'm making these videos, that'll be done in the next decade. Sure. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so we, we're, we're going to try and get her on the podcast to do a dual reading with us. I mean, I just, I'm a little worried about what might happen when she sees me. <laughs> How so? I think you well, look great. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I'm not saying that I'm going to be like, I'm going to spook her. No, no, but I think I'm going to spook her because yeah. she. I, I am the literal manifestation of one of her predictions right? Well, this comes down to whether or not she actually has powers or not. Because if she really she, does have powers, then this is just nothing for her. This is, but if, if she was just kind of bullshitting it and throwing it out there and now she meets you, she's like, maybe I actually have something here. No, no, no. Here's the thing. It's not about whether she has powers. Right. It's about whether she thinks oh, she has powers. Okay. That's the main thing. Okay. Because, yes, because She'll think that, yeah, she, she's brought something into being. <laughs> right? She, she manifested this into yeah. reality. She made this happen. Sure. She at least gets a producer credit is all I'm saying. <laughs> Careful. If we succeed, I have a lot of um, money I have to give her, apparently. I think I agree <laughs> 20% if I become successful. Some absurd number. Julie was just tossing numbers around at that point. Um, Wait a minute. You? I didn't think any of it was going to in what universe did I think anything this absurd woman was going to predict was going to come true? What did you agree to? I was like 20% of uh, whatever I bring in. What? If she could help manifest it to happen, 20% of something is more than zero or 100% of nothing. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This was not brought up on episode 10. When I don't we were think talking. you have to give your 20%. I think it's just my 20%. No, but the fact you that you, you existed. The- the fact that you even just <laughs> you willed over 20% of anything. I think the argument could be made that none of this success, none of us getting Jared Stern would have happened if I didn't have anything riding on the line. This is only going to increase in humor as we go forward. And by the way, we never <laughs> anything. this was a verbal agreement that I, maybe it didn't even happen, even though I'm stating that it happened on this podcast. I can get better about uh, drinking and podcasting, don't I? Uh, so, yeah, so go back and listen to episode 10. Oh, yes. Is that the episode? That's the episode where right. we uh, where you talk about 
Nasta and everything that she uh, portended for this podcast. And then the other ones after that, Dark Forces actually yeah. tried to uh, tried to take you down. So that one of the things that I've been really happy about, not it, it, in that I, I'm sorry that I had anything to do with me alluding to uh, t- to you being in any imminent danger, but. <laughs> One of the things that I think has been really just kind of cool, the way this is or, has or kind of organically happened, yeah, is there have actually been little story arcs, yeah, that have happened, agreed, throughout this podcast. Yep, Nasta is one of them. Nasta, Nasta and then the ensuing "quote unquote" attempts on your life by dark forces, right? Uh, and uh, obviously the Muppets thing. Oh yes, we did talk about the Muppets, didn't we? I completely forgot. Yeah, you completely <laughs> forgot. I'm sure. <laughs> An yeah. arc that, 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 that thank God, uh, finally uh, came full circle when I found out I wasn't crazy. So what's interesting about that is, so I watched, I listened up to episode five, and when I got to episode three, I like shut everything off and I just focused on <laughs> Right, you want, we want to figure what out is what causing episode this episode is, right? to spike. Now, I know that your original theory was, it was the first time we casually brought up the Muppets. We were like, okay, I'll watch the Muppets. You were supposed to watch, I think, The Social Dilemma. Like, I think that was the original but it's also the first episode that we ever attempted to say between two sterns at the same time. And was that the first one? I didn't think it was. One. The first one, we had no outro. The second one, you hit the between two sterns at the end right here at between right. two sterns. And then in my head, I was like, oh, this is something cool that we could start doing. So that was the first <laughs> one that we tried to start. Like, we didn't know we were going to do it. I did it at the same time. And my theory is that's why the podcast has been so successful that we keep fucking up that outro over and over again. That's what people are listening to. They're listening. That's the hook. That's the hook. They're listening through the entire thing to watch us never be able to say three words at the exact same time. But then we finally did. So that's been nipped in the butt. It has been. It's just the audio delay over here. Um, Episode three was interesting. I'll be honest with you. I, I don't know if I remember specifically a lot of what we were talking about each episode. But what I will say is this. And tell me if you feel the same way. Sure. I feel... You know, when you watch a TV show, I think Arrested Development is a really good example of this. The Office is a fantastic for uh, mm-hmm. example. They start off with a concept. They start off with a couple of characters that you really like, you can kind of connect to. But it takes them a little while for the characters to get their rhythm, find their voice, for the characters sure. to play off of each other. I feel like we communicated with each other in the first episode almost the exact same way we're talking right now. Like we came in with that comfortability with each other. It felt- I would say, I would say just from my end, yeah. I was nervous. Mm. I was nervous during that first interaction. The first one, I would say that like, yeah, may, maybe the first one was a little, because it was the first time we had ever talked. We hadn't edited anything together. We didn't know how it would come out. If we ever get enough money to like produce something real out of this thing, I want to pay somebody to go back and do like a digital remastering of the first episode where they recut the audio and we clean up the visuals. Uh, I don't think those those visuals are possibly able to be cleaned up i just want that one line that you said and the way you said it clear because it's my favorite line that has ever been uttered in this podcast which is this is what i like to call it exercise in benign narcissism and it's so perfectly delivered in that first episode i love and it's not it's not clear in the, in it, the you know, episode it's itself clear, but you know at this point you know there's a contrast between like how we're doing the intro now with like we got nicer microphones we're we have a little bit more of a setup now. By the way, I would just like to say, yeah, for the for the last episode for the for episode twenty one with yeah. our with our big our big get, which also by the way in the very first episode the line I think the holy grail is to get that yeah, Jared I noticed Stern, that. and then yeah. you got him. You went ham on the uh, on on the intro. It rocked out just a little extra. Oh, the, hard. Uh, the the new intro music. Yeah, it was great. So the uh, the the music that we use. I, I probably cut down maybe like 10 seconds of like a two minute song. That's just like, it's this kind of like royalty free music that you utilize in order to do whatever you want to do. And yeah. I remember when you and I first started and you know what, it might be interesting at this point. Um, if like we drop little fun things into this episode, like we could at this point drop in originally what we wanted to do for the introduction, well, but we, we, we went back and forth cause we were going to use a blues brothers introduction song. Yeah. That got copywritten. We wanted to use a Paul Giamatti intro of him talking about from what movie or play or scene. Okay, so yeah, you found it. It's from the movie American Splendor. 
and he's talking about it's his character and he's talking about how he finds out that other people with that character's name keep popping up into his keep popping into his life something Picar. what's his name harvey Picar. harvey harvey Picar. harvey Picar. that's it yep the whole and the whole thing about this this uh this kind of soliloquy by paul giamatti talks about how all these different Harvey Harvey P cars, he would find them in the phone book. Yeah. And he would find out that these Harvey P cars had led other lives or he found out they've died. And yeah. he's like, what, what's in a name? You know, who are these people? What, how, what kind of relation would I, should I have with this? And I just thought it made such perfect goddamn sense with what I thought this podcast was going to eventually end up being, which was essentially an exploration of two people who barely knew each other, but had the same name. Yeah. And, and it was per, I mean, it really did flow really well. We put it against, um, Oh God, what the hell's the blues brothers song? Oh, um, that was the, yes. Yeah, so it was the, the, the opening to the uh, uh, blues brothers. Uh, she banana. caught the Katie. Yes, that's right. And so it synced up really well. And ironically enough, and I hate this about me, People throughout my entire life have told me that I sound like Paul Giamatti. So it, it had like an excellent, like I look like Macklemore and I sound like Paul Giamatti. What a great combination. Two great tastes that go great together. <laughs> the chocolate and peanut butter of the entertainment world. That's right. Um, but the, the, the one issue that I had, and I remember it was very, very early on into our creative process. And I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. You don't really listen to a lot of podcasts. But I sent it out to some people who did. And all they kept telling me was that it was too long. It was too, like the intro was just too long. Like when you're listening to a podcast over and over again, you're burning through it. You don't want it to be like a 45 second intro. I remember oh, this distinctly. Go ahead. That was the other thing. Yeah. The other thing that kind of made it a little, a little avant-garde was I took every instance of Harvey Picar. Oh, that's and right. <laughs> I, and I, I edited it out his name Yeah, and I put like, Jared Stern, like a yeah, robot. it's like a, like a like a computerized yeah. reading of our name, Jared Stern, and like so every single time he said Harvey Picar, which was numerous times, right. we'd put in Jared Stern. <laughs> and so I thought it was cool. We uh, thought so, it was cool, but the problem is nobody knew the reference material, so that yeah. like no, like the people didn't know what I was thought what was happening, and I was like, okay. My name is Jared Stern. Now imagine my surprise when I looked up my name and saw that in addition to me, another Jared Stern. It seemed our lives had been linked in some indefinable way. But the story does not end there. Who are these people? Where did it come from? What's in a name? And I remember telling you, I was like, I, I firmly believe we need to get this intro down to 10 seconds. <laughs> and I remember, I, I do, I feel like I remember, and tell me if I'm off base on this, I think you thought 10 seconds was like, you were like, that's, it's, it's done before it even starts. Right, you can barely and, say hello in 10 yeah, seconds. Yeah, exactly. And then um, we both kind of spent a couple of days going through like royalty free music sites. And I came across this one that I was like, because we were originally just going to then use the, cause we'll do both versions. We'll do, what we'll do is we'll do the, the Harvey Peacock one or Peacock one. Mm -hmm. And then we'll do the, the Blues Brothers intro, but just with the normal voiceover that we currently do. Right. We did another one where it was like, I'm Jared Stern. Yeah, it was great. Ah, I'm Jared Stern. Oh, it was so good. It was so great. And I love that song. And yeah, I just it was, love the, and the Blues Brothers is like one of my favorite movies. And it, it would paired well with perfect. our comedy. Like it just oh. it felt really good. I'm Jared Stern. I'm also Jared Stern. And you're Between Two Sterns. And so I remember 
listening to like a hundred songs. I would just like go down and go down and go down. I'd be like, this is never gonna, and I hit this one song and I was like, ooh. And I remember sending it to you with a number of other songs. Cause I don't uh -huh. ever like to be like, this is the one I really like. It's the, you've done graphic design work. Like you've done design work for people. You never just be like, here's your product. It's always like, here's three or four versions. Let me know which one you like. Right. And you came back at me, you were like, I like that one. I think it's, um, oh God, what's the song called? Operator. Operator. Thank you. It, I knew it was like motivator or something like yep. that. And yes, operator is, is what it's called. Oh, but to tie this off. So we did that. And then <clears throat> cast episode, the one where we had the Jared Stern, I felt like it needed a little extra. Oomph. It needed a little, yeah, sure. kicked up a little bit. So I, I pulled in a little bit more from the rest of the song and, and yeah, rocked out a little bit. It feels surreal that we met him. It feels it, yeah, it totally feel real that we did it. Like I, we started this thing comparing Jared Stearns to Jared Stearns. We talked about body hair. We talked about, <laughs> we talked about celebrity lookalikes. And yet we can bring it back full circle and go, I'm not used to accomplishing the goals that I set out. I know, especially not this quickly. No. Like I, I was expecting this to be a through line through multiple more episodes before we even came close. I completely agree. And, and, and now it's here and done. By the way, yeah. here's something else that we should mention. Sure. Our podcast birthed another podcast. Chris Colosi started another podcast. How's his he, start, podcast? he started his own podcast. He's called The Colosi Show. After his episode, yeah, I was talking to him. He's like, hey, how do you put all this together? I'm like, it's really easy. Yeah. Here's the app. You can just speak into your computer's microphone. He's on episode five. He gave us a, uh, he gave us a shout out in episode four. He gave us one shout out four episodes in. I made this man <laughs> and he dares to wait until episode four. But, uh, but yeah, so <laughs> we, we have a, we have like a, there's a, there's a, a Between Two Sterns podcast tree and he is the first sapling wow. to, uh, to poke out of it. I feel like everybody I know is starting a podcast. <laughs> I do think though, we have to start tracking down other Jared Stearns. I sent, I sent out another email in the hopes that South African uh, Jared Stern is still possibly into this, but we haven't heard from him since that initial response. So who knows? I think it's super simple. Here's what I think it is. I, I think we do our normal banter back and forth. What's going on this week? Anything funny? We move on to the segment, which is we do our own opinion about whatever thing the audience wants us to talk about that week. And mm -hmm. then right before we leave, we give you the Jared Sterniverse update where we yeah. talk about <laughs> where, where we're at tracking down other Jared Sterns, sure. uh, updates about other Jared Sterns that you might not know. Uh, and then we grow it from there. It's, it's okay. That, yeah, it, it can be its own segment. Right, exactly. <laughs> the Jared Stern update. Okay. There is no better way to uh, kind of feed our own sense of self-importance by saying, hey, here's, what you, here's what's going on in the rest of the world of people with our name. The most vain Oreo cookie ever. It's us updating each other and everyone else about ourselves mm -hmm. and us giving our opinions about things that you have suggested and then us updating you about other Jared Stearns as well. It's a full Jared Stern sandwich in that regard. Yeah, well, welcome to the wild world of podcasting, my friend. We have to suffer under the delusion that people give a flying fuck about what we're talking about. The numbers seem to indicate that people will keep listening to us. They indicate that some people already have, but I'm not sure if they indicate that they will. Look, the Jared Stern came on the podcast last I week. know, I know. Listen, I am not, I'm not denying this that is we the, have done, we have worked magic on this show. This is the fake it till you make it method. This is yeah. where we were like 21 episodes. We got another Jared Stern. It seems cool to come on. We're here. We got to come back at season two and be like, all right, now we got to give you something that keep you coming back for more. I, I, I went through. Okay. I looked at some of the analytics. Hit me. Just, but just, to, just about our audience makeup. And I, I think one of the things that... Uh, that was pretty cool is we're in 30 states and DC and Puerto Rico, obviously not a state, but yeah, part of, and then 10 other countries, 10 countries, 10 countries. Wow. I mean, if you include Canada, I, it's still a country as far as I, it's still a country. here. I'll uh, give you the breakdown here. Yeah. We've got the United Kingdom. Hell yeah. Austria. Australia, South Africa, Canada, 
Germany, Russia, South Korea, Saudi Arabia. I feel blown away by Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I know. It's it's crazy. Just who one, knows? One guy named Jared Stern in Saudi Arabia who's like, you'll never believe this. You will never believe it. I listen, I I want to know. I want to do it because I know that our South African contingent is motherfucking Jared Stern. And we've said it before, we'll say it again. If you are a Jared Stern, you are welcome on the podcast. We don't care how dull you think your life is, you are interesting to us. That's right. You're part of the community. And as I've been outvoted by the other two, it does matter how you spell your name. It does. It's got to be J-A-R-E-D. But if you would like to come on the show and legally change your name, we're happy. Even if you're not a Jared Stern and you want to legally change your name, we will put you through the same rigorous tests that other governments do to determine if you are worthy of being a Jared Stern. Questions like, when you set your mind to something, do you accomplish the task? And if the answer is yes, you're probably not a Jared Stern. You're not a Jared Stern. That's not, not a Jared, that's not a Jared Stern way to be. Right. <laughs> do you mask your insecurity with humor? Yes then you are a Jared Stern. You've got what it takes. <laughs> so I was also looking uh, back through, and I, I, like I said, I only got up to about episode eight yeah. uh, before I could only take so much of myself. <laughs> uh, in case you were wondering what my limit is, it's about, <laughs> it's about eight hours. So we had uh, the, various, the various merchandise that we're going to be uh, eventually <laughs> providing to the public. God about that. Yeah, sure. We have merch- merchandising. Merch-, merch. I remember all between two sterns, the flamethrower. The kids love these. <laughs> all um, I remember is Spoyo. Well, there's Spoyo. There's uh, Jared Stern's rehydrated raisins. That. Oh my God! I. That's my other favorite thing we, we ever came up with. Jared Stern's rehydrated raisins. <laughs> rehydrated raisins. Do we want to make a T-shirt? I think we should make merch because. It doesn't cost anything to put the design on like Redbubble. I, I I can already see the designs in my head. Could do it on the uh in the front where like the hello my name is would be. Uh-huh. I am Jared Stern. Let's put some ideas together. I love it. We have literally nothing to lose by actually putting some designs together. Also, uh, to our listening audience who may have some uh, design prowess. Ooh. Maybe uh, we can have some some listener designs and uh maybe we we can turn turn your idea into a shirt or or something if you submit your idea we like your design you are welcome on the podcast to then promote the rest of your design stuff this is actually a really good point moment to bring up something that i think we both agree needs to be done which is thank you who are listening right now oh god yes yes thank you so much for everyone who has taken this this journey with us we because, try to do it each episode. We try to dump it in. But like when Jared and I first started this thing, we had absolutely no idea what it was going to be. But most importantly, we had no idea if anybody was going to listen to it. And while the entire world is not listening to it, 30 states, one district, one territory, and 10 foreign countries are, even if it's less than 1%. So whatever. The, the, the sheer fact that this went from, and, and we, it, we're going to do the big thank you, but like, we keep talking about back in the day when we first recorded this thing. We haven't taken a break. Given our track record. Yeah. As Jared Stearns as uh, about bringing things to completion and actually following through on stuff. The fact that we have kept this going on a regular basis for 21 now, 22 episodes. It's pretty remarkable. Every time I think about how long it's been, because it has both been a very long time and not that long at all in the grand. No, not that long. We've been talking. But a lot has happened. A ton has happened. We've gone through. We, we started this thing back in January. January, because one of the first episodes was the whole January sixth thing. So yeah, so the first episode was recorded in 2020. Was recorded like the the last week of 2020. Right. So we've gone through, you know, the the election, the inauguration, the insurrection. Obviously, all of this has happened in the framework of the pandemic. Yeah, um, we've gotten to know each other throughout throughout all this. That that that's the big thing that's happened. We met in person. We met another person 
who has our name the, the person who has the person the, the yeah. person that we had that we that, that we earmarked as the holy grail that happened and then and in between all this you know we 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 had we got we got couples therapy um, <laughs> therapy <laughs> the whole muppet show thing the muppet arc was insane i mean we we come back to this but when we first got together and we first started talking obviously it was one of those things where we both wanted this to work out so well that i think we we were eager and willing to play well with the other person regardless of who that person was sure um but i will reiterate something that i have said multiple times now which is I am truly fortunate to have developed the friendship that I have with you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so easy. You know what I mean? There's nothing malicious about it. I can take criticism from you and not, not feel like I'm being attacked. Uh, Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm already used to a Jared Stern being critical of me. This is nothing. Sure. Um, it's, yeah, right. it's, it's nothing is as bad as, as as we treat ourselves right you said it in one of the early episodes um and i think reiterated it late the sheer annoyance of this is that we could have been doing this for 15 years i don't know about 15 years but at least we could have been doing this for for about three because you were in the area for a while in dc weren't weren't you in the area for a little bit i started i i moved so I, I started out just outside of Philly. Then I moved to California when I was like 23. Um, I was out here for about three or four months. And then I moved back. I was in New York for about six or seven years, back in Pennsylvania for when, and we've gone 21 episodes without me talking about this. The, uh, the sister that I had that passed away, absolutely mm. magnificent person. And I will do a little sentimental shout out, by the way. One of the best things, one of the best gifts that anybody has ever gotten me is I, I had a sister named Caitlin, uh, who was mentally handicapped, who passed away of Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer back in 2015. And uh, when I moved out here, it's very tough being out here when I moved back out to California. So I was moved back to Philly when she was sick, when I was living in New York, she, um, she passed away and moved out to California, was out here for about four or five years, moved back to DC in the beginning of 2020, and was only back there from January to August. That's all I was in DC for. Oh, okay. But when I moved back out here, it was really difficult for me to do because I was very, it was, it was nice to be around my family. After you, after you have a tragedy like that, everybody kind of spread out. My parents moved to Florida. My other two siblings moved to Bethesda. I moved to California and we all kind of came back together in Bethesda. Very difficult to leave given kind of reconnecting with the family. Something that Julie did for me is butterflies have always represented Caitlin. Caitlin was always associated with butterflies. Uh, we have a bench for her at a butterfly garden. Anytime we see a butterfly, we think of Caitlin. And so back in April, so I moved out here August. I moved in with Julie in January, um, like February, March-ish, which was right around when the anniversary of her passing. She went out and bought milk, milkweed, milk thistle, milkweed, which is a type of plant mm-hmm. that attracts butterflies. Oh, isn't that nice? And she planted it in the garden out front with a little, um, a butterfly house. And this past week, I came back. And as I walked in, and I saw a monarch butterfly flying around. Cool. So one of the very, very sweetest gifts that uh, anybody has ever gotten me is, even though I have to be far away from my family, I know a number of my family members listen to this, and I miss you all terribly is that uh, somebody was considered enough to give me the gift of being able to remember them. Because every time I see these butterflies, as I walk in and out of the house, I think of Caitlin and my family. So, Well, that's, that's amazingly sweet. Yeah. Um, I can't believe it's been 21 episodes. You know, it's not something you like. I know that you got very sentimental on episode seven, but that was something that happened in real time. Going yeah. back six or seven years to revisit this, you know, tragedy that I had. Um, well, sure, but that's, it's part of who you are. You can't. Yeah. I just don't think it ever came up organically. It wasn't like, you know, but uh, no, thank you to everybody who listens. And yeah, thank, thank you for, you know, doing this with me. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure you feel the same way, but I, this past five months would have been a very different five months if I didn't have Monday nights to look forward to talking with you each week. I, I I wish I could be half as eloquent as that, but back at (laughs) you. Ditto. I, I believe yeah, every right. call from our couples counseling. <laughs> right. Sure. No, this has been, and and I mentioned this when when you were in my living room. Yeah. This has been one of the most pleasant surprises of anything that could have come out of such a shit time. Yeah. It's been. Yeah. It's been 
fucking garbage the last year and a half. It really has. Yeah. Uh, you know, people have been making the best of it, but for the most part, have been a, a, a lean couple of months. Yeah. And um, this show, this relationship, this friendship yeah. has been, I would say, one of the big highlights of the last, yeah, almost six months. Yeah. The fact that we had been familiar with each other or, or knew of each other before this and hadn't found some other way to act on this. Yeah. It's a little disappointing, but you know, you can only work with what you got, I suppose. I feel like this podcast, if, if anybody listening to this can take something away from it, it's even when things seem like they're darkest, even when things seem like there's no hope, you have to rely on yourself to pull yourself out of those things. And that's why I, relied on Jared Stern. And Jared Stern relied on Jared Stern. Now, within this metaphor, you don't have like a like a human doppelganger. <laughs> you have to then pull your own self out and refer to yourself in the third person. But for the two of us, we're cheating a little bit. Uh, but we've always been underachievers. So we need that extra step. But I'll be honest, yeah, I'm, with you. Not, I'm, I'm excited for the new stuff that we got coming up. I'm, I'm I know. Well, the thing I'm most I, I'm most looking forward to the thing I'm most looking forward to is the call with Nasta. Oh, I'm excited for Nasta. That's the, that I so Ooh. like, I really want to know just how much, how much she's committed to the bit. I want to know like how deeply she believes in all of this. And, and I, I much like when we spoke to Ariel. I want to know what she has to say. I want to know what we could possibly pull out of this that we could use as fuel for the the upcoming season, future seasons after yep. that. What what how we need to recalibrate our goals once she yeah. tells us that we're destined for future greatness or if one of us must fall and one of us must stand and <laughs> there's a, there can be only one and this this podcast turns into a way to hunt down other Jared Stearns. <laughs> And the other thing that I think we need to do, we need to start doing, I'm not sure if we can document this on the podcast, but all of this, all of this stuff with Nasta, all of this stuff with just the two of us finding each other, this is fodder for whatever screenplay we're trying to get to Jared Stern in the future. This is Jared Stern and Jared Stern and Jared Stern, ampersand Jared Stern. Like that's Jared Stern. All that stuff is the, the proper jumping off point yeah. for a plot, an inciting incident to get three characters named Jared Stern into something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how much we want it based in actual truth or if we want to just make it into like a like uh, our own Ghostbusters or something like that. I mean, it really depends just how absurd you want it to go. The question is, is it enough for the screenplay that we write to be written by Jared Stern and Jared Stern and Jared Stern? Or does it also star Jared Stern and Jared Stern and Jared <laughs> Stern? Because the roll call sheet is going to be a nightmare at that point. Yeah. Uh but yes, all of this needs to be documented in what is essentially whatever we're writing, which is about a, a screenplay about three guys named Jared Stern not being able to figure out what to write. How meta do you want to get here? Is this going to be like a um, uh, adaptation? That's what I'm thinking. I think it needs to get to that Kaufman level. To me, I think the entire screenplay should read as if all three of us are on the same Google Doc and are just typing out lines and writing thing as we go and nothing makes sense because it's just happening in real time and not being edited. Other Jared Stern shows up and he's animated and we're like, wait, what? Why are you animated? And he's like, why are you guys not? I only do animation. And we're like, well, we didn't realize that. Now, it, now it's a who framed Roger Rabbit type of deal. See, I think what would be a, a cool device, a cool thing is, one Jared Stern gets this reading saying they're the breath of God, <laughs> but it's the wrong Jared Stern. Ooh. And someone and another Jared Stern has that destiny, but this Jared Stern thinks he's, he's the guy and wackiness ensues. All I, all I'm saying is enough has happened during this podcast that we could, 
that we could write something out. We really could. Something could happen. It, it could be used as a framework for whatever silliness we'd like to, to see put on screen and whether or not we want that to be super realistic or, or, or not. It needs to start out as a movie, then it will get picked up as a Netflix series. It'll mm-hmm. run for five seasons, then it will stop, but then get rebooted as another movie years later. Uh, and at that point, we're going to be 90. And so I'm, I'm down for it. I, <laughs> I, 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 I got no other long-term plans. Let's yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I, I hope, I don't want to say it. There is a possibility that he was just being polite. But my well, hope of is, course, of course, there's a possibility he was he being polite. He sees the absurdity of what this is. And he goes, yeah, it might be fun to do something like that. Yeah, it's, seriously, when was the last time someone was given, was gifted this scenario? He's a goddamn script writer. He, he does write scripts. Yes. What I, okay, I think we found another mini segment. Picture okay. Jared Stern script. As we come <laughs> back each week, we pitch new and different Jared Stern script ideas. Okay. Maybe not every week, but uh, once... When one of us is, uh, is, is struck with some inspiration, we can share it with everybody. And this can be the repository for all the, just, like, just kind of like the info dump for all of our ideas. Uh, all I'm saying is we've got a lot on our plate. We've got a lot in store. And it's all stuff that we really hope you stick around for. And we are excited to bring it to you. We're, not, we're still not entirely sure what the hell it's all going to be. This is all still a work in progress. Yeah. Like I said, this was, we didn't intend for this to be the end of season one. It just kind of happened. It, we just, we just met our, our main goal and we just decided to take a little week break. There is a scary, there is a scary version of this though. No, we're like, you, you've seen enough TV arcs where you go, okay, well, season one is good. Everybody's happy, but conflict is what occurs so <laughs> is there a scenario where, where we end up where we end up not happy with each other but we keep having to come back to this like couples counseling like every week we have to do the podcast even though we learn to not stand each other we we decide to take each other down like the like the quickening as you like to reference well if if we're going to follow basic movie structure right the end of season one is a relatively happy ending right but the heroes of one you know, we, we achieved our goal. Right. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? What what conflict may arise? Now, the end of season two means yeah. there's got to be an all is lost moment. Right. And that's the, that's the cliffhanger for season two. I don't even want to know what the hell that is because <laughs> there's been no genuine conflict between us. I hate to say it, buddy, but you're going to have to take a dive off a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Dark forces are going to have to start trying to come after me. Um but uh, but listen, I like I said, I think laying the groundwork for season two with yeah. with the Nasta reading. I think that it's a good way to step off with it. I think that's a, that's a good way to kick things off. It'll it, it'll kind of get get the get the ideas churning, and and it will it will calibrate our goals for the season. Well, now I will tell you that uh, for those loyal listeners of the podcast. There is one piece of information that has been repeated over and over again throughout this season that is not true. Now, if you listen very closely, you might be able to find it. Is this, a, the, is this the big reveal? And on a completely unrelated note, once again, another very big congratulations to Connor and MK for being pregnant for, I think, like, what, like 12 months at this point? She's yeah, muscle talk. Months? Yeah. Still not showing at this point, right? No, I think I started... Yeah, she would be like four or five months into the pregnancy and not showing at all. So I think I think that was in like episode three or four. It was it was so that. early on. <laughs> she would be so pregnant right now, if she <laughs> which she is, but she's not. But she's not. But on a completely unrelated note, there is something that I've been saying over and over throughout the season that's not true, and it may or may not be that, even though it is. Um, that was way too confusing. I, I confused myself in my own back and forth verbiage. Just Were you about to reveal something or is that? I'm talking about just... the MK pregnancy thing. She's not pregnant. Oh, no, of course that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, yeah I, I, I figured, but I, Wait, I wasn't sure if you were going pregnant. to say so, if there was something else, like maybe your wall's not actually alive. There you know, is something like no that. 
there is no Julie. Um, it's, <laughs> it's just been Penny off camera. And then I asked a friend of mine to record a couple of things. So it seemed that way. Yes, she's walked into frame a couple of times, but that was a collective figment of all of our imaginations, um, which was something I felt early on. Did I ever tell you this? Mm -hmm. for years for years i was paranoid that i was just a collective figment of people's imaginations that i wasn't real but everybody just kept imagining that i was real and that's why i was real i'm gonna have to press you for i i go ahead because the I'm, are i'm at a point here this is do i do i ask you for more or Please do, do i Please do. And it's 100% true. And I was so much older than I should have been when this was in my brain. All right. Let me go ahead and, and ask you, how old were you? Like 25, 26. 26. Yeah. And, and you thought you were a figment of, you, were so, you thought you were someone's imaginary friend. I thought I was everybody's imaginary friend. Like Tinkerbell. They, you, she only exists, like, you have to believe for her to be alive. So like, I, I was like way out there. I was like, what if I'm not even real? but everybody has imagined that I'm real and therefore I'm here. Cause I always felt like, and maybe it's just the natural nature of like extrovert or like people like us that like enjoy performing and like being on and getting the attention. When I was around people, I felt alive. I still do. Like I feel alive. The blood is pumping everything, but when I'm not around anybody to entertain, it's like the whole thing shuts down. I'm just like, wow. Dum, dum, dum. Like I, I'm just like, hmm. I, I really don't feel a lot of things. So I, I was like, what if I'm just a collective figment of people's imagination? I'm, I'm really glad that we're doing the podcast then because <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude, that's, that's heavy. 2020 was rough. 2020 was rough. <laughs> there one time you guys saw it you saw how rough it was i'm so happy to have provided you an outlet because holy shit you have no idea you have no idea even julie talks about this whether she exists or not is irrelevant but she talks about this all the time she's like i'm so happy that you have jared because like you don't go out much otherwise i was like where do, where do i go like i work from home indefinitely like I can't go out and take meetings with anybody. Like I'm stuck here all the time. You're going to your your camp. You're I go going to the camp your... and I go to the gym. Yeah. I'll tell you this much. So we've talked about like depression during the pandemic and how it can mm -hmm. a little bit. I I I just I I have not felt good. I just haven't felt good. And like so I'm on this I'm on this diet that comes with the camp. And I'll, I'll very briefly tell the people listening what this thing entails. I can only have the following protein. First of all, nothing I'm about to say can be cooked in butter or oil. None of it. And the only thing I, I can bake things, I can boil things, and I can use a uh, zero calorie like Pam cooking spray, right? I can have the following proteins, chicken breast, turkey breast, white fish, tuna fish, egg whites. That's okay. it. I can eat the following vegetables, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, kale, zucchini. That's it. That's it. And then I can have like, because I need carbs because of how I'm doing it working out. I can have sweet potato, brown rice, uh, and like quinoa, but I'm only doing sweet potato because it's the best one of all the options. That's it. That's all I'm eating. And I have to eat like, I have to have like six meals a day. Like I have to eat. And then two and a half hours later, I need to have a shake and then eat and then a protein shake. I feel so good. It's infuriating. <laughs> I, I feel I I like I'm up earlier in the morning. I'm not drinking as much coffee. I have more energy. Oh, I have to drink a gallon of water a day. Also, my oh, skin wow. has cleared up. Like I I have more energy. I'm more alert. I fucking hate how good I feel because I wish that I could feel good eating fucking trash food and doing nothing. But that's not how life works, does it? I got five hundred dollars on the line here. I'm getting this money back. I guess that is the ultimate Jewish fitness uh, <laughs> regimen. It really is. It really is. I did have a milestone yesterday, which I will brag about because I'm very happy about it. I was in the kitchen. I was hanging out with um, Julie and my friend Elliot, and I, I had to squat down to get something out of the cabinet underneath. And uh -huh. as I squatted down, I was like, oh, 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 oh. And then I stood up and they're like, are you okay? I was like, oh yeah. And then I did it again. I was like, oh, and they're like, what? I'm like, the stomach is folding in again. 
because <laughs> as a man who began, when you squat down, it all comes outward because that's the most comfortable way. But I squatted down and without consciously thinking about it, the stomach folded inward. And it's been a bit since it was doing that. So that's a- uh, Well, congratulations. Thank you very much. Here's my question. Go ahead. Once you're done with the six week plan yeah. and you fit into your suit, mm -hmm. then what? We're gonna super glue it to my waist so that once I start binge eating, it doesn't break as I expand. Um, well, no. no, what I'm saying is, are you going to try and keep this up afterwards? That's or once you question. have seen your results and you have gotten your money back, are you going to try and work some of the shittier stuff back into your life just for your own sanity's sake? I think that my path parallels the eventual, like if, if, if Jared Stern, the writer director is the Holy grail, then the, then, you know, the top of Mount Olympus, you know, uh, Poseidon's trident, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever the greatest thing that you could possibly have is, um, I need to keep doing it to motivate Dwayne, the future Jared Stern Johnson <laughs> on the podcast and change his name. I'll be like, look, hard work pays off, DJ. Okay. Look at this body. Okay. You pop this shirt off. Let me show you what I got. I did this to get you on this show to change your name. Let's do it. Well, I think if you, if you pop the shirt off, basically what you, what, what you do is you distract him by blinding him and then... <laughs> <laughs> so I posted the, the pictures. And if, if you follow me on Instagram, uh, Sternanigans, which is actually might be changing. I might be changing the name soon. Oh, really? To what? It's tough for people to find every time somebody reads it. Like if I get up on stage and like a host is trying to, uh, Jared Stern, follow him on Instagram at uh, Sternigans. It's like, God damn it. Come yeah. on. Um, so I might be changing that. But if you follow me on Instagram, uh, and Facebook, I, I have a before and after a one week and you'll, I'll, I'll end up posting weekly progressions, but I am white. Yeah, I am, are. I am blindingly white to the point where Julie was like, I've already made an appointment on the calendar. Um, like maybe about four weeks in to get you a spray tan, because that's going to really make your before and after photos look good. If you do like four weeks getting into shape and then a spray tan, that's going to make you look less, um, less, uh, less sickly. Less dead. <laughs> Less translucent. Right. And as you know, I it's I'm so white, I take on the color of whatever space I'm in. Yeah, you're like tofu. I oh my god. I'm the tofu. I'm I'm the tofu Jared Stern. Look, <laughs> I I can be regular tofu if you really want me to be. I can be firm. I'm trying to get extra firm. There it is. <laughs> You know, it's funny, uh, just on the same, just on the, kind of on the same tangent, because I, I, I myself am, probably should aspire to the same kind of fitness goals that you are uh, trying to go through. But uh, one of one of Andrea's habits that kind of that kind of bugs me is when we're making pasta mm -hmm. or if we're making cookies or if we're making something that needs to be cooked, baked or boiled. She will eat the raw Ooh. thing. She eats like raw spaghetti noodles. She eats like raw udon noodles, raw. Crunchy. Yeah. And I'm like, why do you keep doing this? It's better to actually eat the thing once it's the food it's meant to be. And she says, I like things with a doughy consistency. Oh, yeah. Which is why she married me. <laughs> well, I will tell you this. It is my goal to get you to do one of these things with me. Okay, sure. Even if you don't do the exercises, I just want you to do the meal plan with me. <laughs> I've done the meal plan before. I've done Whole30. I've done that stuff. Right, you have done Whole30. I've done, I've done cleanses. I've, it's just, if you're going to do one of these things yeah. like the keto diet or, or, or something that's going to be very, just an extreme mm -hmm. uh, adjustment to the way you live, there is very little chance, at least for me, that that's going to take on a permanent basis. And that's why you and, asked the question. And, and, and if you can't do that, then inevitably you're going to bounce back. And when I say bounce, I mean bounce. Yeah. So, you know, listen, I, obviously I am rooting for you. Thank you. I, I, I am rooting for your success. I am rooting for at least one Jared Stern to look good with his shirt off. 
<laughs> but I also know what we, I know how we're wired. You seem to have, a, you seem to have a lot more dedication when it comes to this. And like I said, the, I think <laughs> getting your money back aspect is the perfect motivation. Obviously I, 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 I want us to be healthy and I'm going to average in your good health to my shitty health and we'll be one average person. I don't need you to do the thing. And you make very valid points. One of the reasons that I do want to stay in shape outside of the fact that I am incredibly vain and hate seeing myself that way is that uh, you've met Julie and Julie is a very tiny, very physically fit, active mm-hmm. human being. Yes, she is. Uh, and I want to keep up with her and also not have her constantly tell me how much more before her I'm going to die. Uh, which, by the way, is a weekly conversation. It's weekly? Weekly. At least once a week it comes up. I can't believe I haven't brought this up before, but at least once a week. Because early on into us dating, um, she is seven years younger than me. And right. so she's very concerned about that. She's like, you're seven years older than me, and you're a white man, and I'm an Asian girl. And if you look up the statistics, white men die seven years before Asian women. So, oh, wow. Not only are you seven years older than me, but statistically you'll die seven years before me. You're going to die like 15 years before me. And I was like, how did I lose a year? Like the last I checked, seven plus seven was 14. Why, am I, <laughs> why are we rounding up to an even 15? So this has always been a concern of hers. And I also like, we live in California. We go to the beach. I don't want to be, I don't want to be the schlubby, heavy guy. I understand. I understand you are where you live. Yes. Means there are elevated standards of, right. of, of beauty yes. uh, that you have to adhere to. I understand that. There is a, I've been to LA. I've been near LA. I get it. Uh, so yeah. all, all I'm saying is Mazel Tov. I, oh. I, and that's what? the other thing. You think it's the 500, but that's not what it is. What is it? It is. And I know that he's listened to a couple of them. And I've mentioned my mom before. I've mentioned Ashley, my sister before. I've mentioned Connor. But it is 100% Arthur Stern, which is allowing me to do this. It is Arthur Stern's innate stubbornness that I have been gifted in these scenarios. We need some sort of conclusion for this. <laughs> well, tell you what, here's the conclusion. Once again, thank you to everyone who has followed our shenanigans, our Sternanigans, our for 20 two episodes especially if you've been here since episode one and decided after episode one this is something i need to listen to more of (laughs) because god that was garbage like i had trouble listening to it and i love the sound of my own voice thank you so much for being for being a part of the show thank you so much for caring about what we have to say uh thank you for taking an interest in in this journey this uh journey of discovery and friendship we because we we didn't know what this was going to be we had no idea. And this is, it, it, it has blossomed. It has evolved. It has turned into something that's, I think both of us consider really special. Not to get too treacly. We, we hope that we can provide as much entertainment as Jared Sternly possible uh, for you uh, moving forward. We don't know how long we're going to be gone, but it'll probably be, it, it'll be at least a week, maybe two. Yeah, I, th- I think that seems about the right amount of time. And to echo what Jared said, thank you for being with us on this journey. We we set out to do a podcast where the two of us talk to each other, but we, we wanted you to feel a part of the conversation. And whatever method makes that easiest for you as possible, let us know. Uh, we'll post on Facebook, we'll post on Instagram, we'll post on Twitter. Whatever you would like to hear us talk about moving forward, if you have ideas for segments, things that would bring you back to the podcast that you've enjoyed in the past and could potentially enjoy moving forward in the future. We really don't care what we're talking about as long as we have your attention. And that's the truth. Uh, We just want to entertain. We want to make you smile. We want to make you laugh. 2020, as has been repeated many times, it's been a garbage year and a half. There's a lot of people who are jaded and run down and not feeling good. If we can bring a little good feeling to your ears for 45 minutes once a week, that's what we're here to do. And we hope that you continue to come back and listen right here between, between two stars. That was actually pretty close. It's possible. Regardless. Awesome.
thank you, everyone. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. See you in a few. You know, 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 you were such a, you know, it's, you know, 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 also, you know, 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 you